Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. We wanted to share together with you all today on Connect Sunday um, because being connected um, is probably the single greatest um, source of breakthrough for Katie and I in our time at this church. Being connected as part of a church family, probably the richest blessing that we've experienced is the friendships and the relationships that we have through Awaken Church. So on Connect Sunday, we wanted to really um, get back to basics and reiterate why being connected, being known is so important and vital for you as a believer. I wanted to share, um, uh, you guys know, you've heard me preach it many times. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is um, in Acts chapter 2, and I always read it out of the New King James Version. And then just the other day, I happened to um, come across it in the message version. And so give you a little context uh, for this, this verse. So this is Acts chapter 2. So the Holy Spirit has just descended on um, the apostles in the upper room, and that's really the birth of the early church. That is when the church started. And so um, Jesus has ascended into heaven and said, just hang out for a bit, and then you're going to be filled with power, and then you're going to be ready to rock and roll. You're going to be my witnesses all over the earth. It's going to be amazing. And so they're standing there in the upper room, which we actually just sang about so beautifully. Mighty Mighty rushing wind comes in. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. And then Peter stands up filled with the Holy Spirit and gives the very first sermon in the history of the church. Peter was the first one. And the sermon was so good that 3,000 people joined the church that day, which is amazing, okay? Like no PA, no microphones, no speakers. Peter must have been like very boisterous and could yell super loud or something, I don't know. But 3,000 people like joined the church that day. And then what we hear in Acts chapter two, at the very end of Acts chapter two, is the prescription, not the description, the prescription. This is a, a prescription for what the church is supposed to look like. And in Acts chapter 2, verses um, 41 and 42, it says, That day about 3,000 took him at his word, were baptized, and were signed up. And this is the sentence I love. They, the early church, they committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles, the life together, the common meal, and the prayers. Come on. That's church. That's church, committing yourselves to the teaching of the word of God, doing life together, sharing meals together, and praying together. I really like that part. The, the meals sh- part. Yeah. Yeah. He's we do like, that, listen, at East Lake, like, we do the meal part good. I'm not going to, we don't need to preach on the meal part. We got that down. Come on, we just get everybody around for a carne asada, and it's just oh like the Holy Ghost falls, and it's amazing. It's true. And then we pray. But I love... Um, I love that one of the things that it says is that um, they committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles and the life together. And uh, the title of this message is The Heart of Connection. But if it had a subtitle, it would be The Life Together. Because life without each other sucks. It's terrible. You need other people. God has put you in a church family so that you can walk this out, so that you can do life together. It is a biblical mandate to do life together. It's a biblical mandate to go and eat together. 
How amazing is the Christian How faith? How good is God? Literally, the God of the universe says, you want to be fulfilled and have a great life? You know, just just go to, go to Papagayo's and have a margarita with each other. That's what we Hello. need. Hello. Only reason I said that is because I did that yesterday. That's on, <laughs> on the top of my mind with a bunch of friends. We were just living out the gospel yesterday, having margaritas we at Papagayo's. Celebrating you know, weddings. Celebrating, doing life together. It was amazing. Pastor Jurgen um, has said many times, and something that has always stuck with Katie and I, was that life moves at the speed of relationships. And what good is it if you get to the top of whatever mountain you're climbing, in your business, in your family, whatever, and you look to your left, and you look to your right, and there's nobody there to share it with. Life can only move at the speed of your relationships. And so we wanted to kind of walk through some of our journey. Um, I'm going to forewarn you, most of this message will be Katie throwing me under the bus. I've, no, I've prepared myself for it. I prayed. I said, this Lord, strengthen my heart. You are my refuge, this my strong my tower. This is my testimony okay. from death to life. But we wanted to share just kind of our journey um, of, yeah. of Connect. And, and today is all about connect groups. It's about getting you to join a connect group. I, I'm like, I'm laying it out. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the agenda. Okay. That's wow. our motive is we want every single person in this room to join agenda is a very each, triggering like, connect word. group. I, I have an agenda. It's for you to scan that little <laughs> QR code, which by the way, did you know that QR code is quick response code? I did not. I was sitting there and I was like, what does it mean? Where did the name come from? Only you probably were thinking that. And I Googled it mm -hmm. and it's quick response code. There if you, you were wondering. You know, you're welcome. <laughs> we were like, Do we you're welcome. Let's that? pray. Well, Does let's pray. We'll wrap up service. Clap? I Just don't know. Kidding. Well, okay. I want. I know some of you guys know a lot of our story, but um, we wanted to share our own journey and why we're so passionate about connect groups because it's a really important part of our story and why we're sitting up here right now. So we moved um, to San Diego from Texas um, almost 13 years ago now, right? 12 years ago. Sorry, I'm bad with math. It's a blur. 12 years ago, we moved here with um, Mike coming out to do his graduate work at UCSD. We literally, like, sold some things, and we packed up a U-Haul and pulled our Toyota Camry, one car, and arrived to UCSD, student housing, and we're like, okay, here we go. We literally knew nobody. So we had no friends. We didn't even have acquaintances. We literally knew nobody, which is a very strange feeling, actually. Um, and we, we talked about, like, oh, my gosh, like, we had amazing friends in Texas. Um, we weren't planted in a church, but we had amazing friends. And we talked about, like, how will we ever start over? Like, how could, how could we ever have, like, what we have in Texas? And yeah, we um, actually, I mean, it's sad to say, in, in retrospect, we actually just considered it a cost of coming here was that, that was just one of the things we had to lay down was like, we'll never have friendships like we had in Texas. And you guys should know like what, like, you know, what Texas people say about Californians is not always kind. Okay. <laughs> and so we like literally people told it when they found out you, that we were moving to California and we're from Texas. Okay. Tex Texas people are, they're weird about Texas. Okay. And they were like, oh wow, you guys are going to California, huh? And they call they it, they call us. it cereal land because it's where the flakes and the nuts are. I know. Obviously, that's, that's not true. Not true at all. But we were just like, oh, my gosh, we're going to Cal. What are we thinking? We're going to California. We're never going to make any friends. And that was actually, sadly, it was something that we counted as like a, well, this is just, I guess this is the cost of following God out to California. And 
but uh, for, nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, so we literally Googled our way into Awakened Church and came in, and um, should we go ahead and set up our points, or should I just keep talking? Okay, we're going to set it up. We do have three points. It's very exciting. So, um, so we came into the church, and honestly, it was a really hard time. Our marriage was not super strong. It was pretty rocky. Um, our family was going through a lot of different crises surrounding addiction, and we were out here. They were like, why are you guys leaving us? Like, we're going through so many things in both sides of our family. And so we kind of stumbled into our church, like, not doing the greatest. And um, I'll never forget, it was probably like the second or third time we came to the church. And um, I was supposed to be flying back to have, like, kind of like an intervention surrounding a family member. And so I raised my hand during the Book of Miracles. And Mike's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we, we need some prayer, okay? And you're not praying very much these days, so I'm going to get prayer. Under the bus, part anyway, one. So I raised my hand. I'm like, please, somebody, I need some prayer. And um, sure enough, Matt and Lorraine Tuggle, now pastors, Matt and Lorraine Tuggle, they're our campus pastors out in Salt Lake City. At the time, they were Connect leaders. And... Actually, they weren't, yeah, they were. They were connect leaders. And so they come up, and they're like, start praying. And um, I was a little bit emotional just because it was the first time in a really long time that somebody had prayed over me. And um, after church, they came and found me. They're like, hey, we could really tell God was moving. Like, are you okay? Like, we've never met before. And so we introduced ourselves. And I kind of share with them, you know, why I raised my hand for prayer. And they're like, well, listen, tell us the exact time that this is happening, that this meeting is happening, and we're going to set alarms in our phone and we'll pray for you. And I was like, but you just met me. Like, you would do that for me? And um, it really moved us. And it was the first time that we felt seen and, like, people cared about us. And so, and they did. They set their alarms in. So And they, they actually prayed for us, like, for real. You know, sometimes, yeah. like, hey, man, I'm going to be praying for you. And then next week you see him, you're like, oh, shoot, uh, dear God, please bless Bob. I've been praying for you, brother. It wasn't like that. Brethren. Like they actually texted us like 10 minutes before this intervention started and said, hey, we've been praying. Like they yeah. were actually praying for us. It was amazing. And that family member has been sober ever since that day, so praise God for that. But um, we came back. I got back home. He wasn't able to come. I got back home, and I'm like, I'm going to their connect group. Like I went. I want more of that in my life. And he was still working it out, you know. Under so the bus, part two. <laughs> I showed up to Connect Group by myself, and I'll never forget, like, sitting in front of their apartment and just being like, this is crazy. Like, I'm not even with my husband. I'm about to go into a house that I don't know who's in there. Like, this is crazy, but that's how desperate I was. And they prayed for me, and we talked about our marriage a little bit, not over-revealing, but in an appropriate, respectful way. And I started going to Connect Group without Mike, and it was awesome. And they fed me, and I would, and you know what? We were, like, really tight on money, and so I'm like, babe, I got a free dinner. I was like, next week, bring some home. Bring, and so, <laughs> get, like, a to-go yeah, box or like, something. Does anyone want to take leftovers? I'm like, oh. I'll take it home. Like, my husband's probably hungry. <laughs> he probably literally was hungry. Anyway, um, and so that's how we got into Connect Group. It was a raising of a hand during Book of Miracles. And so never underestimate just the power of seeing who is 
sitting around you. Maybe you don't even know them, but your prayer might shift everything for their life and what they're going through. And I also want to encourage you, if you're going through something really hard, God does not want you to go through it alone. Raise your hand. There is no shame. There is no condemnation. We want to come around. Every single person in this room deserves to feel seen, not just by God, but by each other. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I took a little bit longer. I'm like a fine wine. You know, I mature slowly with age. Um, I'm a Prosecco. You're a Prosecco, bubbly and sweet. Um, but not too so, sweet. What? But not too sweet. But not too sweet, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between a, a brute and a Prosecco. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> so, brute? <laughs> that was the wrong choice of words. I'm wow. Sorry. Just, let's just keep moving yeah. forward. That was not in our notes. B-R-U-T, not B-R-U-T-E. Okay. That's, they're different. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Um, so we, I, I finally began to come around and just began to, I was so, um, uh, what really won me over wasn't the message, it wasn't the music, even though they were all amazing, you know, it wasn't Pastor Jurgen, it was the people of the church. And I just couldn't get over, like, I thought Christians were all losers. I thought they were all like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons who wore green cardigans and khaki pants and just said, heidly ho, neighborino. Like, that's what I thought <laughs> Christians were. And um, when I saw people in this church that, like, were actually really, really cool and really successful and ambitious, but also really, really godly and really, like, cared about, like, having a deeper relationship with God and walking with him, that was the thing that really won me over. And I was so, I was so challenged by that that I said, okay, you know what? Let's do a, we're going to do this connect group thing. And so we actually um, switched connect groups to a, a beautiful couple years ago named Rob and Jody Mamula, um, who none of you guys would know, but um, were just such an important part of our story. And they had been at Awaken for a long time. And I had some, listen, I, I didn't, I'm from like the Bible belt, like where it, and I, I went to church sort of, and the church I went to was just a very like father, son, holy scriptures. We open the Bible, we read it. Like they, they would go through like the book of Luke, like as the preaching and it would like, they would go verse by verse. And it took, I think like seven years for them to go through the whole book of Luke, you know? And, um, and so when I came here and everyone was shouting and clapping and I'm carrying on, I'm like, God, what's happening? I'm, I'm, I was like, this is home. Yeah. Okay. I love this place. Yes, Prosecco. This is the best. I didn't even know heaven could and be so on. So I had so many, but again, I couldn't argue with like the way that I was feeling that I was, I was seeing transformation happen in my life. I was seeing the people around me that I was like, I want what you guys have, that I overcame my trepidation and, and joined this connect group. And this man, Rob Mamula, um, answered so many of my questions. Like, I, and I had a million. I'm sure like in hindsight now, I'm sure he was like, every time I was like, Rob, can I talk to you, bro? I'm sure he was like, uh, but he did it so gracefully, so graciously. Um, never, I never felt like I was burdening him, anything like that. And he just walked me through so many things that I didn't understand. And why does the church do things like that? And how come it's like that? And we really, um, it was that connect group that really knit us to the heart of the church. And so we were in that connect group for a long time. It was amazing. And then we were asked to lead a connect group. Um, we were uh, volunteering in the young adults ministry at the time, back when we were actually young adults. It was really sad the day that we actually aged out of young adults. And we were told you can never come back because you're no longer well, young. That you're was, just that's an adult. That's a dramatic statement. No, it was no. Not, it did no, not no. go like that. It did so. I'm still hurt over it. Yeah. Obviously. Now we're just adults. <laughs> just adults. Anyway, so um, Matt and Loren Tuggle, who were the ones that Katie's 
went to their first connect group, they were the young adult leaders. And so they asked us, they sat us down and I felt so bamboozled. I felt so tricked. They said, hey, we want to take you guys out for dinner. And we thought, oh, that's great. We're going to go have dinner with our friends. And then they spring it on us. Hey, we think that it's time for you guys to step up and be connect group leaders. And I kind of smiled through the dinner, like, and then I left. And I was like, Katie, they tricked us. They you said they wanted to have dinner with dramatic. us, and they tricked us. And I was so, you know, I was in the middle of, of graduate school and just was still working through so many, so many of my own issues. I was like, there's no way we can do this. And, but I want to um, encourage you that there are moments where, you know, there, there may be a leader in your life that says, mm, actually, you can do this. And actually, it might be time for you to step out and stretch. And even against my, you know, flawed, better judgment, we said, okay, you know what, we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to start this, this connect group. And I'm just like the, if I'm going to do something, I do it all the way. And so I'm just like, I'm all in. We're going to make, the, this is going to be the biggest connect group in all of Awaken Church. We're going to, it's, it's going to be giant. It's going to be huge. And so um, this is a true story and will make all of you feel better about anything you've ever done in ministry, ever. <laughs> So our first connect group, um, we uh, had a tiny, we lived on campus at UCSD in like graduate student housing. Like it was a tiny place and hard to park and hard to get to. So we had some friends that they had a pretty nice um, apartment that was a little bit bigger. And we're, we were young at this point, you know, all, all broke, all just kind of getting going in life. And um, so like they were. Our, our snacks were like Oreos, Doritos. Yeah. I'm like, hey. We need to figure out how to get protein into Connect Group. Like, there's just... It's like, we can't afford protein, so we'll need to get protein donations of some sort. <laughs> but um, so this, this couple that were friends of ours, they said, hey, we'll host it. You guys lead it. So we're like, okay, great. And so we're like, you know, whatever it was, you know, the Sunday that we're going to launch this Connect Group was like three weeks away. And we're just telling everybody, like, this Connect Group is going to be great. You're going to love it. We'd love to have you. It's going to be, we're going to be a, a family. It's going to be awesome. And um, anyway, so the, the Sunday, or the, I don't remember what day of the week it was. It wasn't, wouldn't have been a Sunday. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Thursday. Thursday. Anyway. So we're um, all geared up, and we're, we go to this, the apartment where we're going to host this Connect Group. And um, we're knocking on the door, and nobody's answering. And so we call them, and they're like, guys, like, like th- we are so sorry. There's a, a semi-truck that's literally flipped over on the five, and it is stopped. Like, there is no way that we're going to get to Connect Group in time. They're like, there's a key under our mat, just let yourselves in, and, you know, we're so sorry, but you're just going to have to kind of do it on your own, and we're like, oh, my gosh, okay, gosh, first one, is that an omen, a semi-truck flips upside down, that's not good. No, it's not. Anyway, and so we're, we go in, and we're like, okay, we get, you know, some snacks set up, and literally nobody came. <laughs> our first connect group was Mike and Katie in somebody else's house Eating alone. random snacks. And it was um, the, winter, the, the Winter Olympics happened to be on. So Katie and I sat on somebody else's couch in somebody <laughs> else's house. We watched the Olympics together for like an hour. And then we were like, well. We should pray. We should probably pray. <laughs> and so we just prayed on their couch. And then we went home. So to encourage all of you guys. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know Come what? on, somebody. Yeah. That's don't where it all started. That. Don't let Don't despise small beginnings. Yeah, and don't let condemnation or comparison throw you off because when you say yes to God, like there's always a harvest attached to that and a journey and an adventure as well. So, yeah. and we went on, we were trying to count. We've personally led nine different connect groups, yeah. but out of those nine connect groups have launched over 40 groups. Yeah. Which is so crazy. It's amazing. 
and now you guys are a connect group because <laughs> we're campus pastors. One giant pastors. connect group. Um, so we wanted to go through our three points today yeah. are connect, develop, and empower. You may uh, remember those words if you remember the, our building before we destroyed it um, because they were up on the wall, very, very big. And those three words are very, very important. That's what at Awaken Church we call our pathway to discipleship. It's connect develop, empower. And we want every single person to come in this church and first connect with people, then be developed, have the gifts on the inside of them awakened, see their destiny unlocked, and then empower them to walk out that gifting to see the church grow. Connect, develop, empower. And it starts with connect. And so um, point number one, if you're taking notes and want a bigger mansion in heaven, because that's the way that it works, that's also in the message translation. (laughs) Connect, um, breakthrough by association. Point one, breakthrough by association. Association. There's a beautiful story. Can you hold the iPad for a second? Um, I want to read you out of uh, Luke chapter 5, and it's a beautiful story. Many of you would have heard it, uh, starting in verse 17. It says, Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching Jesus that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling um, into the midst before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But then when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. I love that story. Um, There's a a subtlety in the story that I think is... um, really important not to miss. And so again, to, to paraphrase, there's a man who's paralyzed and he has some really, really great friends. And the great friends say, hey, we're taking you to go see this guy named Jesus. We've heard he can do some pretty awesome things. The thing that's so beautiful is you actually don't, we don't know anything about the, the state of mind of the guy. It doesn't say that he was like, okay, awesome, let's go. He could very well have been like, no guys, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go, don't take me, don't take me, don't take me. And he he can't get away, like he's on a mat paralyzed. And so they just like, they, they're like, you're coming with us. And they just carry him. And they are so committed to seeing their friend healed that they are trying to get in the front door and it's crowded. They climb up on the roof, rip open somebody else's house, which is crazy, and lower him down. Like Jesus is just talking to people and all of a sudden just a bed, it's like, oh. And what's so amazing, and this is the subtlety that you cannot miss, is Jesus says, because of your faith, your sins are forgiven. It wasn't the faith of the man on the mat. Jesus says, because of the faith of your friends, you are healed. That's crazy. That means that you can actually experience breakthrough in your life just by being around people of faith. You may not even have the faith But just by being around them, you can experience breakthrough. 
And so my question for you, church family, is who are your friends? Do you spend time around the kind of people that would, if you're laying down on a mat, would actually pick you up and carry you to the feet of Jesus? Do you have the kind of people in your life that if, if you're going through something and you're like, man, I, I can't even, I can't muster up the faith to sing. I can't muster up the faith to pray. Do you have the kind of friends that say, hey, it's okay. We have the faith to pray for you. We have the, the faith to make sure you're in church. That's why you, 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 connect groups are so important because that's the mechanism in our church that gets you around those kinds of people. It happened to us. Yeah. I remember... Um, how many of you know Dr. Matt and Michaela Hubbard? Dr. Matt Hubbard is, um, there's nobody like him. Nobody like Dr. Matt. And I, he, they were some of our very, very first friends. And I just, I'll, I'll never forget, like, I, I was so intrigued by his faith. And he was just this giant personality. It was like, man, like, with, he, like, really believes that with God, all things are possible. Like, really, really believes it. And I was so, um, I was so attracted to that because I, I wasn't like that. And I remember um, there was a friend of ours in, in San Diego at the time. He's moved away since, but he was, him and his wife were really struggling, really struggling, going through all kinds of health issues, issues in their marriage, just miserable. And I'm like new to Awaken and I'm like, there's, I see a lot of awesome stuff happening here, but I'm, I wasn't quite you know, equipped and empowered enough to walk him through that breakthrough myself. And so I didn't really know what to do. And Dr. Matt actually called me and was like, hey, he had met my friend at a random birthday party. And he said, hey, I know this is crazy, but I have, I have had two dreams about your friend. I, I have to speak with him. He's like, can you set up a lunch or something? I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. And even that was weird to me. I was like, you're dreaming about my friend? Okay, that's kind of creepy, but sure. I'm here for it. Let's go. And so I set up a lunch with my friend, myself, and Dr. Matt. And, um, you know, Dr. Matt essentially just lays out, like, the power of the Christian message. Like, God actually heals. God actually delivers. There are actually, uh, you know, dark forces, demonic forces that will array themselves against you. You need to go be able to be equipped to go to battle against these. And this is all, like, you know, I'm just sitting here, like, nodding my head. Like, I know. I'm like, yeah. And I'm just kind of, like, listening to Dr. Matt, learning myself just as much as my friend is. And I'll never forget, like, Dr. Matt kind of lays it all out there and basically says, let me come to your house, and I will pray, and we will break off whatever is, is plaguing your family. And this guy says, you know, very cynically, you know, do you, you're, you're telling me that you can come to my house and say one prayer and things will get better? And I was like, because <laughs> I didn't know the answer. I just like looked at Dr. Matt and Dr. Matt just looked at him and said, yes. And I just, to me, like he, to me, Dr. Matt was one of those kinds of friends that had the kind of faith that even when I didn't have faith, I didn't have faith for my friend, I didn't, I didn't know anything. He had the kind of faith. And so I was like, I wanna hitch my wagon to somebody like that. I wanna, I wanna be around somebody like that. And so if my question for you is what kind of people are you around? Do you have people like that in your life that when you look at their marriage, you say, I want my marriage to look like that. When you look at the, the product of their parenting, you say, like, I want my children to be like that. When you see, you know, the way they steward their finances, you say, man, like, I, I want to I steward my finances like that. Do you put yourself around those kinds of people? And if the answer is no, get into a connect group and you will find those kinds of people. Amen. 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 That deserves a clap. All right. Point number two, develop more than hanging out. More than hanging out. All right, so we love to hang out at Eastlake. 
We do it all the time. Oftentimes late into the night, maybe into the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, I uh, remember the very first marriage getaway that our church had. <laughs> and um, The chuckles break out because you guys were there, yeah. yeah. All of the North County people had long since gone to sleep. <laughs> and uh, all our entire campus had just taken over one of the pools and just were hanging out until, I think it was literally like 2.15 in the morning. And the yeah. hotel staff comes up to us and just was like, guys, you have to go to bed. <laughs> like, we need you to disperse. So, yeah, we, so we know how to hang out. We got we that do. part down. We're very good at hanging out. But um, we wanted to just differentiate um, what God has for us, his best for us, is not just to enjoy each other's company, but to actually be intentional with one another. And um, why we're, we're so passionate about Connect Group is maybe you look around and you're like, yeah, I have friends. Like, we go to the park together with our kids. Like, we do dinners together. Whenever we get together, it's encouraging. But um, there's something really... Um, intentional about connect groups that isn't just hanging out. Um, and I think, like, for Mike and I, we've always made it a point, honestly, like, we were a part of a connect group with a connect leader from the very first time we came into this church, and it's still, we're still in a connect group. Like, we still have leadership over our life where there's intentional conversation, there's intentional discipleship happening, and we want that for our campus. And honestly, it's something that Mike and I are really praying that we grow in as a campus um, because sometimes it's easy to forget that there's some things that we need to be intentional about, and if we're not intentional about it, then we'll miss it, and we don't want to miss it. And so the discipleship aspect of connect groups, um, and you are going to kind of reference that Acts for verse again, because it's a good representation of our heart for what we see for this Connect semester. Yeah, again, um, just Acts 2, 42, um, again, out of the message version, they committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles, the life together, the common meal, and prayers. And I love that because what you see in that sentence is a tension between deeply spiritual activities and deeply fun activities. Fun not, and holy. Not that spiritual activities aren't fun, but I love that it says life together together and the common meal. Like, that's just hanging out. That's just being together. There's something holy and God-ordained about just being with each other. You don't have to, you know, talk about super spiritual things. But then in that same sentence, it says, committing yourselves to the teaching of the apostles and praying. So there should be a beautiful tension in biblical community that isn't just hanging out and talking about how great the Dallas Cowboys are going to be this season, which all of us do. Okay? It's wow. more than that. It's also talking about the, and the things. Chiefs and stop. Okay, okay. I mean, this is getting out of hand. Listen, Sean and Grace, can you guys stand up? There are new Connect directors. Yeah, two of the greatest they people are in our church. Absolutely incredible. They're also from Kansas City, so if you want, you know, like an they've in. won enough. It's over. I'm sick of it. Okay. Anyway, anyway we love the Bennetts. I, I love football in general because it's a great nap. So, oh, wow. Just saying. And great food. It's like that white noise. Anyway, the... back to the book of Acts from the Bible. <laughs> um, but I, I love that biblical community is, it is hanging out. It is um, eating together. But it's also a commitment to the teaching of the word of God and praying together. And, and I love it because like every connect group we've ever been a part of, and it wasn't, I wasn't like we, it just sort of, 
it, it has been aligned with that. Like yeah. when the connect groups that, that we've always been a part of, it was we would sit down, we would discuss a, a message from a previous Sunday, a previous Wednesday, and hey, how is that like really unpacking itself in your life? Like if anything challenged you or you, um, how, how is, has that changed, you know, your behavior on, on some level? And, and then we would eat together which is part of that. We Glory, would hang hallelujah. out together. Glory, hallelujah. And then we, in our connect group, we would always split up into guys and girls, and the guys would go outside, and we would... Highly recommend that, by the way. If you don't do that, give it a try in your connect group. That's amazing. That's when the real stuff really comes out, if I was honest. Yeah. And so yeah. we would spend time outside with the boys. I have no idea what the girls would talk about. I don't want to know, because every time we would look in, someone would be crying. And so we were just like, guys, it's safer out here. Sometimes you know? they were happy let's tears, just, let's okay? Let's just ride it out. Let's just ride it out. But, um, and so, and then we would all, the, the boys and the girls, we'd pray together. And so it was like crazy in hindsight, like we literally in connect groups lived out this exact verse, committing ourselves to the teaching of the apostles, doing life together, eating food together and praying together. That's what it looks like. And so that's what we want connect groups at this campus to look like. We, there, there should be a perfectly managed tension. What we don't want is you walk into a connect group and everybody's holding their Bibles and there's candles lit and incense burning. For and those people, just podcast Mike's message, enjoy the spoils. Yes. You're and, welcome. And then, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> we're all going to go in a circle and confess our deepest sin from the last week. Like, we don't want that, okay? <laughs> Please don't do that. Um, we also don't want you to just show up and talk about surface things, eat some food, and say, all right, see you in a couple weeks. In this verse, in this prescription of the church, there's a tension managed between going deep and having fun. And that's what connect groups at this campus are going to be all about. Amen. 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 And then point number three, empower, which is how we grow. Yeah. Um, and I think for you guys, like, the word leadership, honestly, like, really intimidated us when we came into this church. And, um, and obviously you heard Mike share when we got asked to lead a connect group, he was, like, super triggered and, like, who are they? Like, we're not leaders. But... The Great Commission is great, and there's no pre It's not like all the leaders in the church go out and make disciples. Like, the fact that you're sitting in this room means that you have something to offer somebody. Maybe it's just an invitation to church. Maybe it's, in Revelation, it says, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. We took communion, come on, and the power of our testimony. And never underestimate the power of your testimony. And even if you don't think you have a testimony, you do because you're sitting in this room. And so you can say, hey, I was in church, and I actually thought about you, and we're, we're, we're launching connect groups. Would you want to come with me? I, I think it would be really amazing. Like, that is the Great Commission. And so I don't want um, you guys to discredit what you have to give and all that God wants to get to you. And um, something that Pastor Ian says is he, God can't get something through you until he gets it to you. And the, and the opposite is true as well. Until God can get something to you, he can't get it through you. So um, we want there to be this flow, and it's organic, and it's incredible because the Holy Spirit is here, and this is the house of transformation. If you can't look back, like literally I've never known somebody to actually commit for a period of time, six months to a year, and not see areas of their life transformed by the power of gospel and by the power of biblical community. And that's what we have here at Awaken Eastlake. And so I just wanna encourage you, God has a plan for you. He has a destiny for you. Um, but there is a requirement of coming under leadership, of, 
of opening up your heart to the things that need to be transformed in your life. And it is incredible when you realize, like, just like we realized, we actually have something that other people can benefit from our, our story and our journey. And that's what led us to saying yes. And um, we want to pray here and close it out so you guys can start mingling with each other and filling out your QR codes, your quick response. It's not an SL code. It's not a slow response. It's a quick response. See what I did there? Good one. That was great. I think so. So um, why don't we all stand to our feet really quick. And um, what we would love is, again, there's a, a little card that um, you can scan and it'll pull you right to a, uh, a webpage that has kind of pre-filtered of all the Eastlake groups. You're actually going to see, um, we have five Coronado Connect groups launching, which is amazing. Yes! So way to go, Coronado. Let's go, Coronado! Um, so you'll see the, you know, while we get the Coronado campus launched, the um, in the meantime, those groups are kind of mixed in with the Eastlake groups. But uh, so you'll see um, all of the groups that we have available at at um, in the South region of San Diego, and they meet at different times. They they have different um, you know sort of demographic categories, and so you can find a group that is for you. And I want to um, and it's I want to f- free you up if you. It's, it's not like when you go to a connect group, you're not entering into a covenant relationship with that connect group, okay? It's true. If you go and it's just like the vibe isn't there, the chemistry isn't there, don't make it weird. Just say, hey, you know what? Love hanging out with you guys. We're going we're gonna to try another group and just find a fit for us. That's all it has to be. Your connect group leader is not going to like unfollow you on Instagram or anything like that, okay? I promise. Like it will we be We all want you to find the place in the season of life that you're in right now that will allow you to see the greatest amount of transformation. Yes. And so um, you can scan that QR code. And if, if, you know, you want to dive in a little bit deeper or have questions or whatever the case may be, I know Sean and Grace um, and a few of the team members are going to be over here at uh, the Connect booth after service. Go see them. Hanging out with the donuts and the cold brew. where the donuts and the cold brew are. Everybody should want to go over there. And um, and they even have, um, if for whatever reason you have a fear of QR codes, uh, or if you still have a Motorola Razor and haven't upgraded to an iPhone or an Android yet, that's fine. No judgment here. It's a safe place. Safe place. You can go and, uh, and see them. They'll have a card you can actually fill out to get you into um, a connect group. But that's our heart as, as the, the pastors of this church is that every single one of you would feel like you belong yeah. to a, 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 Jesus had his 12. You know, Jesus had his 12 and, and you, you can't do life without your, your crew. And we want you to find your crew yeah, and find sure. your tribe and not just come in here so you can check the church box and, and go home. And so we would love for every single person in our campus to be in a connect group, be in community. And I'd love it if we just bow our heads and close our eyes for a second. So I do just want to take a second. Um, we're going to close out the service here in, in just two minutes, but I want to take a second and pray for anybody. And this is going to take some courage. And, and again, I would actually really love it if I'm going to close my eyes too, because I want this to be a personal moment and not, I don't want to out you or make you feel weird, but we remember what it was like to be in a new city. And maybe, maybe you're new here, or maybe you're in the military, just moved here, or maybe you've been here for your whole life, but you just feel lonely. And I just want to tell you that that's not how it's supposed to be. 
that you as a believer in Jesus Christ are not meant to live life alone. You are meant to live life and hook arms with brothers and sisters. And I actually wanna pray for anybody in here that just feels like they're in a season of loneliness, of, of man, I just haven't found my, my tribe yet, or maybe for whatever reason, you know, life stage moves on. I remember what it was like when we started having, having kids and it just kind of changes the family dynamic um, with, your, with some of your friendships. But if you're in here today and you just feel lonely, I wanna pray for you. If you just shoot your hand up really, really quick, Again, I'm not doing this to embarrass you or make you feel weird. I just want to just pray for you that God would unlock um, friends for you, unlock people that you can raise your kids with, that you can travel with, that you can laugh with, that you can celebrate on the mountaintops, cry in the valleys with. God, you see these hands lifted. And I pray right now, God, that that we as a church, I'm talking to the people that have been here for some time, that you would give us eyes to see. God, that we would have eyes to see the people that are new here at this church, that have yet to find their tribe, that we wouldn't be a campus of of cliques and clubs and groups and crews and tribe, that we would be one giant church family. God, I pray that every single person that finds themselves feeling lonely, feeling um, like they they haven't found their people, like they don't have anybody they can lean on, um, God, we we say that it's not meant to be like that. And we declare, we prophesy that they're going to find their tribe here at the East. Lake campus of Awakened Church. God, I pray that our connect groups would be busting at the seams. God, I pray that we would have connect groups multiply, that we would have a connect group everywhere in South San Diego. We would have connect groups in San Ysidro. We'd have connect groups in Bonita, God, in, in Spring Valley, in West Chula Vista, in Coronado, in Imperial Beach, in, in Otay, God, in, in East Lake, God, in every single area of South San Diego, there would be a life-giving connect group for people to go to. We pray it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.